You're listening to Bird Means Business, episode 11. Hi there. Today we are getting personal on the podcast. Yep, we're talking about personal budgeting. And you might be thinking, wait, this is a business podcast, right? Yeah, that's right. And let me tell you something. Y'all know y'all gotta have your personal finances in check first. If not, you could suck the life right out of your business by having a lack of stability at home. So we're gonna make sure that we got your personal finances in check. And I'm gonna share from the perspective of having a spouse because I get a lot of questions about, you know, I'm going into business with my significant other and we have all these questions about how to kind of manage things. So I'm gonna share from that perspective and it also just kind of feels right and coming off of that really fun interview with my husband, Terry Williams, which is episode 10. If you haven't checked it out, you wanna just go ahead and do that because there is so much gold in that episode. So in this episode, you're going to learn about when you should start budgeting, spoiler alert, right now, why you shouldn't ignore budgeting, how to help minimize discretional expenses, and then joint accounts versus personal accounts. It's this really cool, fair system between you and your spouse, but it also promotes freedom, which we need in marriage, right? So for those of you who don't know, I own a warehouse gym here in Houston, Texas called The League. We have our own proprietary training format called Pack Training, and we love what we get to do, inspiring folks inside and outside of the gym. So my husband, Terry, and I have ran the league since 2013. But let's back up to when Terry and I first got married. Y'all, we didn't really budget. I had just moved back from New York, and although I made six figures there, I was not very disciplined with my spending and I was in my early 20s and New York City isn't cheap. My rent, y'all, it was like a 400 square foot apartment and it was $22.87 a month. Oh, Lord Jesus. I I remember those times. It was crazy. <laughs> and Terry also made great money. But again, we were like young and we just didn't know what we didn't know. And we weren't very disciplined when it came to budgeting. So when we got married, we were in this like weird season of transition I was working part-time for startup companies um, in Houston and Austin as we were preparing to launch the league. And Terry was kind of winding down his training practice at gyms around the city so that he could be all in at the league once it launched. And I remember thinking, and I remember us having conversations like, we don't really have anything extra at the end of the month. Like, what's the point of budgeting? You know, I didn't really have like steady income. You know, Terry was winding down. So it was like, I mean, what is the point? And y'all, this is embarrassing to admit, but it took us four years and a whole pregnancy (laughs) to really get serious about tracking our expenses. And guess what we discovered? We were spending about $900 per month eating out. What? Like, where they do that at? No. Who, what are we eating? That was my question. And y'all, we were completely unaware And, you know, I can already kind of feel you judging me. So I'm just going to say what you're thinking. How ridiculous, right? Yes, it was out of control. But 
because we weren't budgeting, we just didn't know where our money was going. So this is why it is never too early to start budgeting. Even if you feel like you don't have anything to budget, just start now. Start tracking your expenses. Start getting an idea of where your money's coming in and where it's going out. So today we're going to talk about how we incorporated monthly budget meetings into our marriage and it helps save us tons of money. But before we get started, I want to share a listener shout out. Martinez Girl 3 left a review on Apple Podcasts saying, As a new business owner myself, Ashley breaks down business and entrepreneur topics to fuel your mindset and journey. You can feel how passionate she is as she shares her wisdom. And I love that she gives you actionable items to take away. Highly recommend BMB, which is Bird Means Business. Thank you, Martinez Girl. I appreciate that review. Thank you so much. It really means a lot to me knowing that this is helpful to you. Like I say all the time, at the end of the day, I want to help and serve my listeners. I want to share all the experience and lessons that I learned on my journey so that it can just help you on yours. That's really why I'm doing all of this. So thank you for leaving that great review. So although we didn't start off budgeting, these days we sit down each month and we review the previous month's budget. So we're going to look at our income streams and then also our fixed and variable expenses in categories and then analyze the bottom line. And we ask questions like, were we over or under budget? What expense categories have we been trending over or under? Are there any new goals or things in the pipeline that might cause us to adjust our budgeted projections? And then we're going to go in and adjust the future budgeted numbers based on those trends. So for example, let's say we've been budgeting $30 a month for dry cleaning, but we've been going over consistently the last few months because we're now on video a whole lot more. So this is going to tell us we need to increase the amount that we need to budget for dry cleaning. So the idea is that you want to plan to bring in more than you spend and you want to hold yourselves accountable for staying within reason. So you're able to kind of say, okay, this is what makes sense for us. When we look at our income and we look at all these different expense categories, we need to see in the future that there's something on the bottom line. There's there's more, there's more money there or at least zero, but it's not negative. And if it is, that means you know you need to make adjustments. So our monthly budget meeting holds us accountable and helps us stay on track. Um, for example, you shop differently knowing that you're going to have to talk about it with your spouse next month, right? And we also don't have issues with like low balances in our bank accounts or like auto pay memberships that we're not really using or even like accidental duplicate charges on a credit card, for example, because we're tracking things month over month. It is so important to do this on a regular basis. So disclaimer, I'm about to share some of our budgeting strategies, but it will not work for everyone. This is just what's working for us right now. So maybe it will spark dialogue between you and your spouse or maybe serve as a template for something better that fits your situation. I want to even give an example for this about how it's okay if everything I share doesn't resonate with you. I took Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace Seminar and I loved it. I also didn't think that all of the principles worked for our family. For instance, he follows a cash system, but our family uses a credit card and we pay it off in full each month. This has allowed us to fund several vacations using only credit card points. Boom chakalaka, I love it. But if we didn't have the discipline to pay off the card every month in full, then carrying the debt would not be worth the points paid vacay, right? So it has to make sure that it works for you. 
You can take the parts of our strategy that I'm about to explain that work for you and leave the parts that don't. All right. So how did we get that $900 per month eating budget down to $300 a month? Okay, y'all, this was huge for us. So herein lies your freedom in marriage when it comes to money. Personal accounts. Oh yeah. When we looked into it, most of that $900 was individual eating out. So we decided going forward, all of the individual eating out would come from that individual's personal account and we will only jointly pay for family eating out. So we didn't have personal accounts at the time. At, at this time, everything was kind of coming into one account and going out of the same account. So we just easily set up personal accounts with our bank. And this is what our money process and how our personal um, accounts look now. So this is how it goes. All of our income is automatically deposited into one account. Let's call this our joint account. This is the main account out of which our family lives. So all of our joint expenses are paid from our joint account. We break it up into fixed expenses, which is like our mortgage or internet and utilities, etc., which are about the same every month, right? And then we're going to have also our variable expenses. So these are going to change month to month, like eating out, groceries, healthcare, etc. So y'all, this is the fun part, or at least for me. <laughs> Each month, we allocate a certain amount to go from our joint account to our personal accounts. So let's say, for example, it's $100 a month. At the beginning of every month, $100 will go from the joint account to Ashley's personal account, and $100 will go from the joint account to Terry's personal account. Now, some couples will choose to split up the personal allowance by percentages instead based on the spousal income, but I personally don't love this because it can make the lower income earner feel slighted, you know, if they contribute to the household in a way that doesn't maybe provide a direct income stream, but may cut expenses like a stay-at-home mom. So the goal of this whole system is really to empower each spouse. So just do what works best for you, but we keep it even. It's the same balance going to Terry's account that's going to my account. So the beauty of the personal account is that you have the freedom to do whatever you want with that money. If you want to spend it all every month, that's cool. If you want to save it up and spend it on a $400 pair of shoes in four months, hey, that's cool too. There is freedom here. It is really, really beautiful. And the cool thing is you don't have to feel bad about how you spend your money because you and your spouse have agreed to this system and you're not arguing about personal purchases that your spouse made because you've created space and boundaries around this. So the two of you get to decide on what are personal expenses and joint expenses. And that can be another conversation for another day. <laughs> I joke because like some things, for example, like for me with cable, it's like, I don't really watch TV. So I don't even really think that we need to have cable, but Terry does. He likes to watch football or sports and you know, whatever. And it's fine. It's a joint expense, but you can just kind of decide what, what constitutes personal versus joint. I love this system though, because a friend of mine actually told me about it. Her husband was, was like fussing at her for buying a very expensive designer bag. And she was like, you know, they had this whole argument about it. And then a couple weeks later, he literally bought a car <laughs> and she's like, uh, you were mad at me for buying a bag and you bought this really expensive car. And so that's when they came up with this um, whole personal account system. And I just love it. So what about savings? So I knew you would ask about that. And we do agree on an amount to save from our joint each month as a fixed expense. And it's automatically transferred to our 
online savings account, hey, higher interest rates each month. So again, there's no guilt in your personal account for what you're spending because you're already jointly saving. And also automating savings is the jam, y'all. You're saving without even having to think about it. I mentioned that online savings account. Um, There are a lot out there. We use Ally and it's great because the interest rates are a lot higher because it's just online. So they're not having to pay for the overhead that's associated with the brick and mortar. And so they're able to kind of give you more in interest rates. So we put all of our savings there. Another perk of the personal account system is that you get more disciplined. You know, in relationships, in most of them, there's a natural spender and a natural saver. So when the spender has to pay for their every morning Starbucks or that fancy hair appointment themselves from their personal account, things tighten up real quick, y'all. So yeah, it can feel like a lot to work through, but it's actually really simple. And it's so empowering knowing that you're building a strong foundation with your spouse. But y'all be gentle with yourselves. It is a process and you will not get it right the first few times. It honestly took us a while to really get even comfortable talking about money and really working together on this. But remember, you're on the same team and you're doing the best with what you have. So over the years, friends have asked for our budget template. And so I thought I'd share it with you. You can go to the link in the show notes, the episode description, wherever you're listening to this podcast, or also find it in the link on my Instagram bio, or if you're on my website listening to the podcast, it's there as well. Um, And you can just download this and modify it for your family. There are tons of free budgeting apps out there, which could also work. The point is, is that you're figuring out what works best for you. Now, I will say this is a personal budget template. On the business side of things, I include budgeting resources like this for those clients who work with me one-on-one, depending on their needs. So to that point, on the business side of things, we do something similar. Each month, our accountant, Albie, who you may have heard me talk about, and if not, check out episode two, which is securing your money team, because I really share how he helped us in so many ways. Anyway, he sends us the previous month's profit and loss statement and the updated balance sheet. And then we review these numbers to ensure that things look right. And then we plug them into a similar document that we keep internally, which tracks our business financials. So in the same way, we want to make sure that we're staying in line and kind of adapting as we need to make changes to things so that we're just not surprised down the road. The point is, is that you just want to make sure you know what's going on with your money. Your money is not the thing that you want to just ignore and hope it all works out you need to really be able to answer questions around money in your personal finances and in your business finances. And it's so important that you have a strong foundation personally when you're going into business. Because again, if not, you'll need to take from your business when maybe you should be reinvesting back into the business. You wanna of course take some, but you don't want it to be like, man, I need thousands of dollars for this thing because I'm not, I'm simply not budgeting personally. You want to be able to really have a hold on things before you can really, um, really move into your business strong. Alrighty, that's about it for today. So thank you so much for following on Spotify, for subscribing on Apple Podcasts, and for telling your entrepreneur friends about Bird Means Business. Talk to you next week. Ready to get into our questions? Yep. Okay, so 
Do you think mommy is the saver or the spender? Uh, the saver bets a wallet. I'm the saver. Yeah, that's right. You know mommy very well. So would that make daddy the spender? Yeah. <laughs> okay. What does your budget look like? It looks like it looks like a guitar. It looks like a guitar. You're just kind of saving up. You're you're saving up for a guitar. Yeah, save up for a guitar and a microphone. And a microphone. Okay. And that's going to be your business, right? You want to start a, a guitar business, right? Yeah. We learned that in one of the other episodes. Well, that's exciting. I'm glad that you're saving for it so that you're not having to, like put it on a credit card or anything like that. Yeah. <coughs> oh, okay. All right. What about, I thought that maybe you were saving for like a scooter too. Oh, yeah. And the helmet of Spider-Man helmet. Oh, the Spider-Man helmet? And no, the... no Batman helmet. Oh, you switched it to Batman instead? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know you got to save up your money so that you can um, you can get those things, right? Mm-hmm. Batman and Superman helmet. I like that. I like juice. You like what? I like two helmets. You like two helmets? Maybe one for Trenton? Like this. Oh, one on top of the other? Yeah. Okay, well, are we going to... Batman gonna... right here, and then Superman right here. Okay, Batman on one, and then Superman on another one? Yep. What about Trenton? Are we going to save one for Trenton, too, or does he have to save for himself? Batman, truly Batman. Oh, Trenton likes Batman. We're going to get him one? Yeah. Oh, that's nice of you. And I was Superman. Okay, sounds good. Yep. Well, are you going to review your budget every month to make sure that you're staying on track? Yep. And I'm going to use the tractor too. Okay. You're going to get a tractor too? Yeah. You have to save a lot of money then. Yeah. What are you going to do to earn some money? Um, $5. You're going to earn $5, but what are you going to do to get $5? $5 you're going to see. We're going to play with like credit cards. Oh, no. I don't know we're going to get a credit card. Unless we're going to pay it off in full every month. Are you going to be disciplined to do that? Yeah. I don't know. You don't know? Okay, yeah. Then we shouldn't get the credit card then. We're going to just wait for that one, okay? Yeah. Okay.